Howdy and welcome back to Star Wars Fanatics. I am Zachary Todd. And this is Michael Singley. And today we are going to be talking about a game that really not a lot of uh, people know about, let alone have probably played. It's a game called Dejeric, uh, which, you know, for background, this is a game that is most famously known for being on the Millennium Falcon. It's kind of like a Star Wars chess, in a way, uh, which is awesome. I love playing it, you know. Michael, you and I just wrapped up around uh, prior to recording. My first ever game. And uh, let, let me ask you, uh, what were your thoughts overall of the game? It is a very interesting game. Uh, unlike chess, where there's a lot of interconnecting movements, you only have four different pieces. And each of the pieces do something different on attacking and defending, unlike in chess, where each move or each piece only has, okay, I can go here, and I also attack in the same ways. Right. Uh, the pieces in Dejaric interchange with each other based on their movement and attacks. So, for instance, there's different classes. There's the Brute, Predator, Guardian, and Scout. And the Predator and Guardian are basically flip-flops of each other for their movement and attacks. And the Brute and the Guardian are just two separate things. The closest comparison uh, to the Brute probably is the King. And then the Scout is just a smaller Rook uh, because the Dark is such a smaller board. Uh, you can only move two spaces instead of the full board. Right. And then, you know, with... Uh with the Guardian, you know, in terms of movement, it's more like a knight, whereas, you know, with the Predator, it's the attack phase is more like a knight. And then, you know, with movement for that one, it's kind of like that Rook. Um, yeah. But with the Guardian, its attack is more like the Rook mm-hmm. in a sense of, you know, it just attacks to the two to the side. Yeah. So, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, with that, you know, we can explain a little bit more as we go in terms of the rules. Um, but it, yeah, so. It's actually a quite simple game. It's just the it seems a bit more daunting when you start it. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, unlike um, Sabak, which we explained in one of our earlier podcasts, it's it takes a lot more strategy. Yeah. This is definitely the if you like a strategy game, this is your game. And this is also one of the more intricate and complicated um, Star Wars games out there, which, I mean, there's literally Sabak and Dejaric right now, but I, I do see more coming out. It's just that these two are the most well-known yeah. of the Star Wars games in the universe. Definitely because of the movies. Uh, Dejaric's scene played like in almost every single movie, either in the background or the forefront and of the And in TV shows, which we will get into this, uh, but a little bit of a spoiler, it is shown... Quite a bit in uh, Bad Batch. Yeah, it's always more used as comedic relief, though. Yeah, it is, but, you know, it's shown, and it's gone into a a little bit, but not so much. Yeah. Uh, Um, But, yeah, so, you know, we're going to hop into a game while we really talk about it. But, so, basically, you know, rules are simple. Youngest player goes first. Um, I am the younger by a couple months. And, you know, we have these, you know, cards in front of us that tell us the different movements and the different piece types yeah. along with what they look like because these these characters these creatures pieces whatever you call them they've got an intricate design to them you know they look like aliens they look like how they do in the movies yeah it's really cool you know and i, I really love that and then it also on top of that next to it it gives a diagram of what moves they have mm-hmm. but it also gives like their movement and attack like in word form so that if you're more, if you're someone who needs a diagram, you can look at that. If you're someone who likes to look at the word wording of things, you can have that as well. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, basically, you know, Michael, you can go first, and I can yeah. just keep explaining it a little bit more. I'll be my predator, two to the right, and then one up. All right, and then you know, um, basically, how the game ends is either one person will take over the other team's pieces, all of them together. Or if your opponent is down to one piece left, but you are if you still have some, your opponent has three turns to take one of your pieces, or else they forfeit. Which is a sounds a lot easier to do than it is. Uh, it's super hard because they can just move their pieces away yeah. and be little cowards. Well, but we're we're I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I know what you're getting at. Um, cause I did that last game, but at the same time, you know, it is strategy. It's, it's a legit strategy. No, definitely. Yeah. And it's a pretty smart one too. Cause you don't want your piece being taken over 
and then the three turn timer starting over. No, yeah. You don't want to give but, your opponent a chance. It is definitely the smart thing to do, but it's also the cowardly thing to it do. It is, but <laughs> also Zach, but also, you know, if if you're if you and your opponent each have one piece, there is no turn timer. Nope. It basically is if you outnumber your opponent. It's a duel and they have to the one death. Piece left. So yeah. Um but you know, we're just gonna get on with playing. I'm gonna move my guardian, you know. Um, back one and two to the left. Um, so, hmm. that is an interesting move. Very that was a very interesting move on my part. Um, very interesting. One could argue, kind of stupid. No, uh, because oh no, I can kill it. Yay! Wait, hold on. Did, did you move your piece legally? Yeah, I can hop. It's a knight that can hop. Hmm. This one. is a this is a predator. Yeah. This is your predator piece, which means it can move one forward or two no. to each side. To the left or right, then this piece can hop over other pieces, one pile forward or backward. So uh, I can actually take that piece, so I will. Uh, it does not say you can move in an L shape, though, for movement. Two to the left or right, hop over, one forward or back. So but that's or. That's not and. So if you look at the diagram. Oh, there's a period. Okay, there's a period. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll just go there. That's the legal one. Okay. But, yeah, that would have to go there. And then... Okay, so yeah. Grammar matters. Uh, there Grammar is a, does matter. There is a period in there. Which, I you know, we have more. red lights on in here, so it makes it a little more difficult to see. Yeah. But um, a bit more about Dejaric in the movies. Um, we see it... First, in episode four, when R2 and Chewbacca are in the middle of a match with C-3PO uh, playfully commentating. Uh, oh, yes. And then, you know, Han's like, it's not a good idea to uh, beat a Wookiee. Yeah, he'll rip your arm off. Um, but R2 does not have any arms, and, R- and nor does R2 care, and he beats uh, Chewbacca in, like, one move. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm wanting to think about this move because this will determine whether I win or lose. Which, you know, for for uh, the future, I guess we will um, be recording some of these matches as we go as well. Um, even if we're not talking about the game in and of itself, um, we usually kind of have them, we usually kind of play them while we're talking about other Star Wars lore. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I mean... Again, like we, we usually play while we're talking about other Star Wars lore, uh, but in the future we will be um, recording, like taking video recordings so mm-hmm. that y'all can see, you know, what we're doing. Yeah, and I don't know how we would post those. Probably on YouTube. It would pro- yeah, it, it it would be on YouTube because, I mean, we I mean we want y'all to see what we're talking about. Um, it's a lot more fun to watch and listen. Yeah, than it is. Just listen. Yeah. So. You know, if y'all happen to have the game, which you can uh, get at uh, Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe there's a, it's on Amazon. I'm not aware. I don't think there's a legit copy of this game on yeah. Amazon, but I'm. But you can get it at Disney. It's not terribly expensive. I got it for, I think, $70, yeah, which for a game this much, which the board design itself is incredible. Oh, yeah, it's great. You know, so... It's definitely worth the price. Um, and uh, apologies. Um, but yeah, so Dejaric and then R2-D2, Jabaka, they've been playing. And then in, I think it was in episode seven they were playing, like in the town. They're just kind of like chilling out. Yeah, they, they were playing. It, like, I mean, again, you see these Dejaric boards everywhere. Oh, yeah. In the Star Wars universe. Like, even if they're not actively playing, you know, you see it in the most Eisley Cantina. I mean, they're in any cantina. Yeah. Uh, which, in the Star Wars universe, you can bet on games. There are tournaments. You know, you can earn money off of it. Mm-hmm. Same with Sabacc. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, uh, there there's a lot that goes into this game. Um... Again, it's a lot of strategy. Yeah, lots of strategy. And then, uh, sorry if we're a little quiet. We're thinking and trying to talk at the same time. Um, but just speaking of Star Wars in general, um, have they made any big announcements on new shows coming out recently? 
Oh gosh. Um. So this winter is Kenobi, and Book of Fett. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Kenobi so, so much. I love Obi Wan. One of the other things too is that there is an Ahsoka Tano show that's being filmed. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm excited for that one. I don't know what to expect. I don't know what they're going to talk about. Maybe because it's her and her tracking down Moff Gideon. Maybe it's, or don't you mean um, not Moff Gideon? Tarkin. No, not Tarkin. It was Gideon. Mm-mm. It was um, Wasn't it Thrawn. Thrawn. Getting people mixed up. The blue dude. Yep, blue dude from yep. Rebels. Admiral Thrawn. Um, the blue well, man. Grand Admiral Thrawn, who um, we last see with Ezra in Rebels. Um, Rebels got so much hate for no good reason. It was, yeah, a, no, dec- it was, it was a, a good show. They just didn't like that it was a different animation style than Clone Wars. Yeah. I think, though, though my biggest grief for the animation was definitely lightsabers. Like in, oh, yeah. like, in the drawings that they had, like, the sketch arts for, they looked a lot cooler. But just the kind of the skinny beam of light just didn't work with me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, it, it is what it is, but, like... It's not, um, but I mean, overall, it's a, I mean, it's a great, um, show altogether. Yeah, like sure. there were, there are some things I didn't exactly like, but there were a lot of things that I really did like a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I loved, you know, including some big, you know, um, like some big names, you know, I, I love that we got to see Leia. Oh, yeah, Leia show. was cool. Leia was really cool in the show. Um, and then the duel with the, with Ahsoka and Vader. Uh, I remember. I can't remember where they were, but they were fighting it out. And uh, Ahsoka finally saw Vader's face, and she's like, wait, it's Anakin? Not Anakin. How could it be you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, like, how can this be? Like, how can this happen, you know? Because... You know, it's 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 an interesting thing. Um, I loved Rebels as a show. I, I mean, I've seen it all the way through. I need to finish it, but I'm looking forward to watching it finally finishing oh, yeah. it up. But because I've seen all the spoilers, I know it's ha- I know it happens. Yeah. But I've also seen the movies. So I also know the spoilers. From yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, I'm just excited to see what. Uh, is done with Star Wars because there's also a show about what is his name? Um, he was a um, he was one of the characters from Rogue One. Oh, uh, uh, Cassian. Yes. We're gonna get an Andor movie. There's, there's gonna be a show about him. His like early, mm-hmm. like before Rogue One kind of and, deal. Yeah. And then I saw a trailer. I forget for what, but it was the Hawkeye show coming out. That one looks fun. Yeah. I want to see that. And because I, I didn't even know they're making one, but uh, um, Disney just making so much content. For yeah, they movies. are. They they're making so much content, whether it be Marvel or Star Wars. You know, it's there's a lot of content coming out, and I'm excited to see what they do with it. You know, um, <laughs> sorry. No, you're good. Um, I'm just trying to think. Um, we have, let's see here. Um, what was your favorite moment from Mandalorian? Oh, gosh. Um, let's say the most recent seasons. I would, season, most I, recent season? Yeah, season two. All right. So I love Bo-Katan. Um, however, <laughs> however, that's not my favorite moment. Uh, my favorite moment was, um, gosh, everybody says the, um, which there is a spoiler alert here. Spoilers. Um, although second season's been out for like almost a year, a year now. now. So if you've seen it, it's about time. But, you know, I loved, I mean, I loved seeing Luke and I know that's everyone's, I guess, quote unquote favorite scene, but yeah. honestly, the fight scene between Ahsoka and that uh, lady with the, oh, the best samurai, car spear. Yeah, the Samurai Jack episode. That oh, was yeah. so cool. I loved I love that episode as a whole, but seeing mm-hmm. Ahsoka fight with those double, like, two, you know, the fulcrum lightsabers, the white blades, you know, it, it was 
it was such an incredible uh, sequence of events. Oh yeah, you know I loved seeing it. I loved seeing the Beskar spear in action. The sound design was incredible. Oh yeah, they did really well. And I know everybody loves the classic Ahsoka Tano, and they wanted that voice actress, but. The lady who played her was really good. I liked yeah. her. Yeah, I love the way that the actress that played her in Mandalorian, you know, portrayed her. Yeah, I think she did it really faithfully to the Clone Wars and the comics. Oh yeah, and, and uh, the way that she interacted with Mando and Grogu was. Yeah, it was it was in it was in the classic you know, um, as we see Fulcrum you know older Ahsoka Tano like mature you know understanding fashion from Rebels. Yeah, you know we see it there, and I'm glad like they. It did. It did her justice. And then, I moved. oh right. Oh wait. Did no, I? you didn't. No. No, I didn't. Okay. But yeah, no. I I loved seeing. Um, I love seeing Ahsoka. That was honestly. That was honestly my favorite. Ahsoka's one of my more favorite characters, but I I'd have to say my favorite character in all of Star Wars either has to be like Chewie or Dio. Oh yeah. I love Dio. It's just a funny JoJo's reference. Oh yeah. In a movie. And that makes my nerd, my anime brain <laughs> funny. But he's also a really cute droid. His squeaky wheel. Squeaky yeah. wheel. No, scary. Scary. Oh, he's yeah. He's very, like, blunt. And then friends? <laughs> uh, R2 and uh, all of them. But uh, the droids are very loved. Yeah. We love our droids. Which, I swear, like, I saw this, and I know it's just a joke, but I really want it to happen now. Is a gonk droid movie. That'd be hilarious. I want that. Oh, I saw that meme too. Like, <laughs> I, I love it. I love the idea of it. I Darth know it's gonk. not gonna happen, but I love I love gonk droids. Could you imagine Darth Gonk? <laughs> gonk. Pulls out lightsaber, doesn't elaborate, but gonk. <laughs> but that you know, that movie would be really funny. It'd be I mean it'd be fun to have. Darth Gonk, what are we gonna do? Gonk gonk. It's just, you know, it's just, some people may find them annoying, but I don't. I love no, them. We love our gonk droids. I Mouse lo- droids, too. Mouse droids are, <laughs> they're just like, they're rolling around. You see them rolling around, and it's like, whoa. And then you see it pulls up Darth Vader, says, nope, and he leaves. Oh, yeah, it's, we, we love droids in general. I mean, it's hard to be angry at the Sith droids, too, though, because they're just yeah, so the, cute. The Pro droids or the 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 you know in um, the sequel series which you know we know what each other's opinions are on those uh, but you know that like I guess that black BB unit oh yeah those are just BB units yeah yeah okay yeah I don't know what you're talking about yeah oh. with the uh, octagon like head yeah. instead of the circle head yeah yeah they're cool um, but yeah droids are really like. Under, like, you know... Appreciated. Like, appreciated. Like, you know, you do. see R2-D2, C-3PO... Anakin would not be alive without R2. Yeah. You know, we see R2, C-3PO, and, like, BB-8. Those are the big, well-known ones that people yeah. love. But then you get, like, a bunch of the underrated ones. Like, you know, in uh, Clone Wars, those, like, little communicator droids, like the... I don't know what they call. They kind of resemble cats in a way. I think I remember them, yeah. Like, I love those droids. I mean, y- we also see the battle droids in, like, the infamous... Um, you know, Separatist Alliance. Yeah, those are cool, though. I they, like they were cool. Their, their design was incredible. Like, I loved the um, the commando droids. Oh yeah, the the ones that actually fought smart and not just oh yeah, not just it's a Jedi blast them and then just gets proceeds to get killed. Oh yeah, and then but uh, you know, I I just love the overall design. Yeah, my favorite of the ones growing up were the ones with no necks. I thought it was just really funny that they didn't have a neck. I don't know why. <laughs> I just thought it was really... Because they just had, like, a little head face, like, on, like, a really big body. And they like, always talked in a deep voice, like, it's a Jedi, kill him. And then they get forced, like, pull up in the forest and shoots all their friends. It's like, this isn't me. I'm having a very serious malfunction right now. It's like, no, you're not. J- Yoda's just making you do this. Kill all your friends. Sorry. But, uh... Yeah, like, R2... And BB-8, I feel like BB-8 gets too much hate. Like BB-8, no, so BB-8's a good droid. You know, I have no problems with the sequels. They just didn't do the originals justice. Yeah, I mean, you know, well, over, if they, like, as standalone movies, I don't have as much of a problem with the, 
um, with the sequel trilogy. But, you know, with in line with the Skywalker kind of saga that they've set up, it didn't do it justice because... Yeah. Well, Disney didn't really help him in that department because Disney basically said, this is the movie you're making, you don't get a choice, and J.J. Abrams tried to take a bit more freedom, but that's how he got fired. Right. And then uh, Ryan Johnson? Was yeah, the guy it was who? Ryan Johnson. Yeah. I feel bad for the guy because episode eight... He was just trying to scrap for something. Yeah, because Disney... Based, but then the fan base hated it, so J.J. Abrams came back for the last one. Mm-hmm. And tried to make what he could out of it. Episode nine is definitely the best sequel. Mm. Like, st- like I, I mean, get- seven was good. Seven was really good. I liked seven. Seven was like it, it gave me hope for the sequel trilogy because, you know, growing up a Star Wars fan, I'm like, okay, I'm a little skeptical of the sequels, but then it's like, oh wait, this was actually kind of good. You know, the seventh movie was good. Yeah. Um. You know, there's. I mean, there were some things I had problems with, but there's pro- You find problems with every movie. Right. But, you know, 8 definitely was not my favorite. No, it was not the best. It, it looked really good. It, it, to me, it looks like a exact, like almost like a reverse of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Which, you know, Empire Strikes Back is a good movie. It's a great movie. But when you take it, when you take the design and you make something and you make it a complete reverse of it, you know, long-time Star Wars fans are going to know. Mm-hmm. Younger Star Wars fans are not going to know, but they're going to find out. Well, I feel like it's also kind of interesting because Episode Five, when it first came out, was viewed as not a good movie. But now it's like one of the, it's like yeah. I think in like twenty years we'll probably we might come back to Episode Eight. It's like oh, it wasn't that bad. And like right. it's, I it, mean, overall it was good. Like I liked it. Yeah. But in terms of, you know, in sequence with the original it shouldn't have come Skywalker out after, saga. It felt like we missed something in between seven and eight. Like there's we, something that went down. So here's the thing. We did. We clearly obviously very much did. Because it? there's a book. Because um so Force Awakens ends and we see um like you know Star Killer base is destroyed, you know Finn's in the hospital. Finn's in the hospital. All of a sudden, you know, you cut to episode nine, it's like, oh, crap, we're evacuating this planet. Yeah. Which I understand they found out where the rebels were hiding. Or the resistance. However, however, they needed to show how they got, like, how they found out, how they found them. Like in episode five. Because we're missing something. Yeah. You know, with episode five with the probe droid, you know. It sets it up. It, it, it sets, yeah, exactly. You know, it shows where their base is. It shows where the shield generator is. Mm-hmm. With this one, it's like, oh, how did they find it? Right. It's like, we, oh, well, Kylo Ren knows because it's Kylo Ren and Rey with the dipole. And they didn't, uh, they didn't, except they didn't exactly explain that until yeah. later on in the movie. Now, I will say, though, um, the one big problem that I had with those movies as a whole was just how powerful they made Rey. Yeah. Well, I mean, they kind of did the same thing, though, in the in the original movies with Luke. Like, Luke was just... Except a- Luke, they didn't try to make Luke... Like, the Chosen One wasn't a thing at the time. Yeah. You know, Anakin was the Chosen One. However, we see as well, they set it up where there's another Skywalker with Yoda's famous words. Mm-hmm. And basically saying, oh, hey... You know, there's, you know, Leia and Luke, you know. Yeah. They're supposed to, you know, save the galaxy uh, together, you know. Um, the chosen one they thought was Anakin, which, you know, he very well... It, it, he is. Like, it definitely is the chosen one, because, I mean, we see... Lucas in, said so. Yeah. George Lucas said so. So you can't make a character that's more powerful than the chosen one. I mean, you can, and it's... But like, here's the thing. for her, So for Rey to be able to destroy an enemy transport ship, barely being able to use the Force in and of itself... Well, we saw that it was more of her... It was her it, anger coming out. It was out. an accident, and it was the lightning that killed it, not Rey's Force power. Right, but still, though. I know. It, I still had problems with it, because she was also able to take down a... Sith Lord, nonetheless, which Kylo Ren, you know, that was like, yeah, I don't know. 
He was barely a Sith Lord. Yeah, he wasn't very powerful. But he was very she was, with but emotion. she, as a newcomer to the Force, was able to take down Kylo Ren well, before she even knew her powers. Here's the one argument, though, that I always have to keep bringing up. Kylo Ren was also just had just been shot by Chewbacca. I know, and then he, he was. had just dueled Finn, and so he's tired. Like he is bleeding out. We can see how much he is just bleeding. But he is fueled by anger too. Keep no, that yeah. in mind. Like the Sith are fueled by anger to where even if they're tired, you know, we see even with Palpatine, he was tired when he took down Mace Windu. Yeah. You with know, the help of Anakin. I mean, yes, with the help of Anakin. But <laughs> you know, we see it like they're fueled by anger, they're fueled by their hate, they're fueled by their rage. You yeah. know. Well, Ray was also quite angry at the time and she didn't know quite know how to control her emotions, so we could all so like yeah, she's ta- I, she's tapping into the dark side and I the light get side that, at the same but time. At, but you know they made Ray more powerful than Anakin was, who had the highest metachlorian count of anyone ever. Who, you know, if you're not deep into lore, you may know this, you may not know this, but who was formed from Darth Plagueis? Yeah, you know, Darth Plagueis, I guess, essentially like put a life force into, into Yashmi. Yeah, it's like okay. You are now Space Jesus. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, and then there's Anakin. You know, and Anakin does eventually bring balance to the Force, except at this time he's Darth Vader, and he just throws Palpatine off the edge. Yeah. Spoiler alert if you have not seen <laughs> Return <laughs> of the Jedi. Do we really need to say spoiler alert <laughs> for the first three movies? I'm kidding. Yeah. I say it as a joke, yeah. you know, all fun and games. But, yeah. you know, we see Anakin as the Chosen One, but then here Rey is, a new character, you know, hey, Let's make her more powerful. I have no problem with strong female characters. They already had Leia. I think, though, it doesn't hurt to have another one, though, you know? What's up? doesn't ever hurt to have another. It never hurts, but we also see Ahsoka. That's true. And Bo-Katan. Yeah, but they weren't in those movies, so. No, but they were in TV shows. That's true. You know, we see them, and they're well-loved, well, like, good, powerful characters, mm-hmm. but they're not as powerful as the Chosen One was, Yeah. let alone more powerful. Because I heard something saying that, um, like, I read this article, that they made Rey more powerful than Luke and Anakin combined. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true, but they still made her very powerful. Like, more powerful than Anakin. They made her very strong, and I think what they're, like, like the dipole, though, like what Sidious was saying in the episode 9. That was controlled by Sidious. That's true. Well, no, but uh, the dipole, like, has been seen before, and it's, like, the strongest thing in the Force. Yeah, so, it is. But, again, it was controlled by Sidious, who was, as we know, one of the most powerful Force wielders out there, like, as strong as Yoda, stronger than Yoda, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as we hate to say it, but Sidious was stronger than Yoda. Yeah. Even though Yoda was good with lightsaber fighting, Sidious was strong in the Force. Mm-hmm. You know, that's They're- why he was able to manipulate, you know, Anakin more so than Yoda was able to protect him. From the dark side. Yeah. They will not teach you this in the Jedi, but there is a way to save Padme. You know, so... But... uh, I mean, I understand making a strong female character, but don't go against, I guess, like, everything that Star Wars is, like, everything that the first six movies stood for in trying to do and just all of a sudden make a character that's more powerful than any of the... than all of those characters. Yeah, I mean, you know, because like Luke didn't even get stronger than Anakin was. No, he didn't. Like, he didn't even come close. No, he was he was a little close. Not when though he was fighting. Like in his later years, though, like after Episode Six, he definitely became the strongest Jedi ever. But it took him a while. And here's the thing: we don't give Vader enough enough credit. Like in the movies, you know, it's not seen as an, a lot yeah. of power. Um, he had more power. To where Palpatine was afraid oh, yeah. of him. That's why for he, someone, for Palpatine to be afraid of anyone, s- of even his apprentice, that's something. Yeah, Sidious was not afraid of Rey or Kylo Ren at all. No, not when they were separate, but when they were together, he was. Well, that was when they were beating him. Even before that, he wasn't afraid of them. Yeah. There was a really cool thing though that I saw, and I really wish they did in Episode Nine. Uh, it was supposedly what was going to happen, but then Disney said, no, we're not doing that because it costs too much money to get all the actors. Basically, uh, get a bunch of, spoiler alert, 
basically get a bunch of Force ghosts for Mace Windu and Ahsoka. They should have. And, like, all the old Jedi of the past, like, when they're talking to her. Instead of just the voices. Yeah. Have the ghosts. They should have done that, and I know that would have cost money, but Disney can spare a dime. They want to make as much money as they can. They can spare a dime. Yeah, I know. They made more than enough money off that movie oh, to yeah, make up did. for it. But you so, know, and that would have made it better, honestly, because then you would have seen Samuel L. Jackson, um, old Obi Wan Kenobi, unless they would have gone to the Ewan McGregor, but they probably would have gone with the old Al ghost. Guinness, yeah, I think and that would make some more sense. That one, that one makes more sense. They and Qui Gon. Oh my gosh! We can see Qui Gon again. Liam Neeson. Yeah, we would have gotten to see him in another Star Wars movie, other than the first one. Yeah, he was so <laughs> underused in the first. They could have used him so in so sad. much, so much better. Yeah. You know, they need to show him, and I think they are going to show him a little bit with this Kenobi series. They have to. They have to. They have to, because he talks with... um, Obi-Wan on the regular. Yeah, however, here's the thing. As we know from Yoda's training, he doesn't have a Force ghost. He never completed his training to where he could become a Force ghost. Yeah, he just has the wills. He can just talk. Yeah, which is sad, but, you know, true. Yeah. But, but we will see Liam Neeson in probably flashbacks definitely. of Obi-Wan. Yeah. I can't wait. I hope that's how this is how they end the Kenobi series is with him and Darth Maul on Tatooine. And it's that famous scene from Rebels. I hope they finish it off like that, too. That'd be cool. Because seeing that with live action with both of the original actors for those or not the original, but the not it couldn't be Alec Guinness. Actor. It, it has to be <laughs> poor Alec Guinness. I, I mean, they controversial could use... opinion. I actually liked Alec Guinness more than Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan. I do, I do too. And Ewan McGregor's a great actor. Love him as Obi Wan. He's a great young Obi Wan. He's a great young Obi Wan, but old Obi Wan, eh? It's hard to match Alec. But Guinness. you know, we see this Obi Wan like this Kenobi series. It's still young Obi Wan. Oh yeah. So that's why Ewan McGregor is the ideal also, choice. Also, Hayden Christensen's going to be in it. So well, there's that too. I'm excited about that because Hayden Christensen is a good actor. Yeah. After those movies, he was kind of he kind of fell off the books a little bit. You know, he made yeah. some films. I don't. I haven't seen any of them. I can't either. So but he's a good actor. Yeah. You the know? only like I hate to say it, the only prequel I like is Episode Three, and like that's the only one I can tolerate watching. Like I cannot sit through Episode can, One and Two. So I can watch those. I love those movies. I just cannot stand a certain. Gun gun. <laughs> hey, hey, Misa Jar Jar means you, Sanam. I am I, Sanam, your slave. Like, I don't like Jar Jar. Jar Jar's a terrible character. He didn't need to be there. The actor got too much hate, though, for playing him, though. I know. And the actor was good, but oh my gosh, Jar Jar. Shut up. They needed to make him better. They needed yeah. to make him not so dim witted. Like, well, it, it's like we need a comedic relief. It's Star no, Wars. Don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. It's going to get a plenty of publicity in and of itself. Yeah. I understand Qui-Gon dies, but making someone like Jar Jar is not the way to go. No. Ewan McGregor can very much do well with comedic relief. Yeah. And then uh, I wish in epi- like the prequels, it- I know it's supposed to be like, setting up the politics and stuff like that and trying to get you more into the lore. But it's Star Wars. It's space wizards swinging laser swords. I and don't that's care what about episode poli- three did right, is that they start out with this big a fun space scene. Yeah. fight scene, you know, where we see the massive, what, what were they, Venators? Yeah, the Venator. The Venators, and then we see those big, um, what was the, what was? The Vulture Droids? No, 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 the um, Separatist ships. Oh, 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 oh. I forget what they're called. It's something weird. I'll look it up. But, yeah, seeing the CG... The CGI was also really good in 3, except, like, the comparison between 2 CGI and 3 CGI is is night and day. Like, the the clones, too. Well, they're actually played by people and not just... CGI in. Yeah. Which, you know, that's fine. You know, so, I mean, but I loved seeing it. Oh, yeah, the, um. The manifest? Okay. The, yeah, the manifest. Oh, the. Munis? Munisifin? Munisifin? Yeah, the Munisifin, whatever. Whatever it was. 
But anyway, you know, you see these massive space battleships basically clash. Yeah, and then it's so, yeah, sorry. You know, you know, they clash, and you see this, like, then you cut to Anakin and Obi-Wan, their individual starfighters. Well, and they're having, like, quips together, and, like, that's what we yeah. need. They're having fun because they're friends. Because in episode two, they act like they just hate each other. Yeah, and then episode three, it's like, oh, hey, Guess you're my best friend. Yeah. Like, but here's the thing, though. There's too. no logical jump between hating each other and two. And, like, oh, right. okay, guess guess we're friends now after we fought Dooku and you lost and your hand. And they kind of, like, show, like, the more playful side between Anakin and Obi-Wan between, like, in the Clone Wars series. But you shouldn't need a TV show to explain, no. like, oh, hey, we we're actually friends. like each other. Because yeah. in, in two, they just bicker. And it's like, that's not friendship. That's not, you know. I mean, they, there's some bicker, like, playful bickering but like in the beginning yeah that's at the beginning not when things get serious yeah. which understandably so and you then know it's like oh padme fell a ship leave her okay and it's like well i don't think anakin would actually do that like he loves padme he wouldn't just leave her to die on genosis yeah but you know obi-wan was able to talk him out of it though just by saying like hey listen you'll be expelled from the jedi order do not do what me and um no, 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 it was, uh, what's her face? Like, don't, don't be like me with oh, 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 Satine, uh, Satine, Duchess but, Satine. But, but he left her. Like, he left her because he wanted to stay in the Jedi Order. Yeah. He was warning him not to try to, not don't to follow his feelings because yeah. he will be expelled from the Jedi Order. And Padme would be kicked out of the Senate yeah. for having, in, sexual, having relationship. sexual relations with a, with Jedi. a Jedi. You know, <laughs> so it's... It's very, very, you know, it's a big difference. But yeah. anyway, gosh, I have not moved. Um, no, we, we, we started talking. It's no worries. Sorry about it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think we can, though, agree, though, like, overall, I, like, the majority of the prequels were not as good as the majority of the sequels. Like, I agree. Because... Like, you have to think about it as, as if we're going pure movie perspective, not Star Wars. Episode 1 and 2 were not good movies. They were not. I mean, because like, the CGI was pretty bad. Besides, like, the fight scene on Geonosis, the pod race, and then the fight with Darth Maul, there's nothing good about those movies. I know. But you still, in, I like, just from the standpoint of it's Star Wars, you still kind of enjoy watching them. Because yeah. I loved, I love seeing Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon. No, that was great. He did such like, a good performance, and they used him so poorly. What he, I there's something I really wish Disney would do. A show, Qui Gon. Yeah. Show Qui-Gon. him with young Obi Wan training early stages of Obi Wan's Jedi career. That'd be cool. Along with you know showing Qui Gon's like beginning his journey yeah. to learning the powers of becoming a Force Ghost because he passes that on to Yoda. Mm-hmm. It, and that's important. That's Yoda, an important thing. How he figured it out. Yeah, and Yoda didn't even know about it. Yoda didn't know about it. Qui Gon did. Yeah. So we need to like it. it begs the question: How did Qui Gon find out? Yeah. And so I think that they need to show that because there's a lot of missing details in here. I also think we need to get a Plagueis show because yes. they talk so much about this dude, and we know nothing about him. Have you heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? It is not a story that the Jedi would tell you. You know, it's like, you know, we hear this and fans love Plagueis. You know, we see him in, I mean, there are books on Plagueis. Yeah. But, you know, people like, aren't going to want to go read books. You know, I love reading the Star Wars books, but there are people out there that love Star Wars and they want to get deep into the lore. But there are so many books. There's so many graphic novels to where you can't keep up. No. And so it's like, we need it in a movie slash TV form. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome to get Plagueis, Qui Gon, even in Old Republic. I, we are getting an Old Republic movie. We are. Yeah, uh, Taika Waititi is directing it. It's like not a fan based one. No, it's Disney made. Disney's gonna make it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Actually, like we need that. <laughs> yeah, Taika Waititi is directing it, and then Keanu Reeves is gonna play uh, Raven. Raven. I forgot about that. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be awesome. Keanu Reeves as a Sith Lord. <laughs> well, that's the thing about Raven was also Jedi. Right. Jedi turned Sith Lord. Mm-hmm. And then you we know. get to see uh, him uh, with... I wonder who's going to play Boss LeSean. We also need a Darth Bane movie. We do need a Darth Bane movie. The Rule of Two. We He's need that. <laughs> we need to see the creation of it. There's so much that we need. We need a Vader show. 
like what he did in between three and four to get the name of him. Yes, to get the to get his reputation. Yeah, because he earned a little bit of a reputation um, in three, but like he that did, wasn't like, like a he, lot. He murdered a few uh, younglings, younglings, and the entire separatist council. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, like congratulations, you killed children. Well, and Jedi, and he it. killed a lot of Jedi. With the help of the 501st. Right, with the help of the 501st that was not with Ahsoka on well, no. Mandalore. It wasn't, sorry, it wasn't 501st. It was. Was it the 501st? Yeah, so they split the 501st in half. Oh, they okay. gave half of it, which had, you know, the well-loved Rex, Jesse, all them, to Ahsoka to help him on the Siege of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. And then they gave the other half to Anakin to help, you know. The Battle of Coruscant. Yeah, with the Battle of Coruscant, and then eventually... You know, with Order 66. Murder. Uh, murdering the entire Jedi Temple. Yeah. Master Skywalker, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we see the... And it's... So, you know, it's it's incredible, you know. Um, I love, you know... I just... There's so much to Star Wars that we need. Mm-hmm. I think that we also need... Honestly, like, with the Plagueis show, we also need a continuation of that with Palpatine. Yeah. How he got his rise to power. Well, you I know? think um, he was, like, a random, like, city boy in uh, on Naboo. And he uh, basically uh, just became a senator and then... Or not became a senator, sorry. He um, met Plagueis, and he trained with Plagueis for a while, and then became a senator, and then just... While being a senator, murdered Plagueis, become Darth Sidious. Right, but that's I, a, that's I, an abridged version of what happened. There's a big comic series. There still it. needs to be something like that people can watch. Oh, you know, watching it's so much easier. Than reading. Watching it is so much easier, but it's also, honestly, in my opinion, a little bit more fun because yes. then you actually get to see this action as opposed to page by page seeing different like drawings of it. Yeah, you know, it takes it from drawing and puts it into place. Mm-hmm. You know, my favorite though moment in the graphic novels is. Okay. There's a giant, it's Vader on some random planet surrounded by, like, the whole army of the Rebel Alliance. And they're like, we have your number 10,000 to one. He's like, good. Then it's an even fight. Yeah. And then he's like, uh, I, all I sense around here is death. And then yeah. goes, murders them all. Oh, yeah. It's such a cool scene. Like, it is. Vader's such a badass. Yeah. Which uh, we have a guest here with us, uh, Joshua Bradley, who is part of the Enlightenment show as well. But... You know, he's going to join us here for the last uh, half of it. A few minutes, yeah. Yeah. Hello. Um, so you, so it's Vader. We're talking about Vader, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. Vader. Um, I looked it up, and I showed you guys while that you guys were talking. Uh, the 501st was split. Yeah. But the Legion itself was reincorporated into the Empire as the Vader's Fist. So... Mm-hmm. You can probably do something with that while you're talking about Vader. You can have a show maybe talking about... The Imperial Guard and, like... The transition period for the 501st itself. Yeah, because, you know, we see the transition period of front, like, in Bad Bad Batch. Batch, We're seeing the transition from, you know, clones to stormtroopers. Spoiler. But (laughs) we don't see 501st. We don't see any of the... We don't see the transition... The transition from the... Grand, Army of the Grand Republic to the Imperial Armed Forces. Yeah. Like, like, we don't see any of the 501st. We see every other Legion, but we do not see the 501st. Yeah, because, because that is under Vader's hand, and he's in the middle of trying to... Vader's fist. Vader's fist. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Which, I think, there's a lot of shows, a lot of movies that we need. I'd like to get... Uh, I'd like to get a show about the Imperial Guard, because yes. their regiment and training is so... So crazy. Yeah. Like, only, they have, like, classes of, like, they start out with, like, about a class of 100, then they get down to about two. How about a Django Fett show? Honestly. That'd be cool. Django Fett or, heck, you know, y'all I, know me. Y'all know my love of the Republic Commandos. We need a show. Oh, we do. No. We need a Republic Commandos Besides show. Besides just, like, the few episodes we got in Clone Wars with Gregor. <laughs> was it Gregor or Wolf? It's Gregor. Okay. Because Wolf was a, uh, he was a reg. That's right. He was a reg. Well, Wolf was a commanding officer. Well, yeah, he was a commanding he was officer, a, but he was a reg. What, what so I was, would really like to see, because I don't like... I like the Jedi, but we're talking about a major conflict here. The Clone Bounty Wars. Hunter movies. Boss. Cad Bane. Yes, okay. Cad Bane too. Yep. I would like to see a Star Wars show 
done in a style that you're watching as a civilian in the universe, like Mandalorian type. That yeah, that that kind of is kind of like kind of like Mandalorian style, but no, um, kind of like you're watching the Grand Army of the Republic fight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that that'd be very interesting. You kind of get that perspective though in Clone Wars in season seven, like you, with the you, sisters episodes. You you kind of get that, yes, no, but I would love to see them talk more about the actual the citizens' perspective. Yeah, we don't get a lot of that. Like, let's like, say they do something before each of the things. They put on a fake broadcast. Like we see in the bombing of the temple, you know, we see some citizens' perspective. Like, oh, they hated the war. Yeah. You know who? But. Well, yeah, of course you would hate but war. But they say that, like, they it's don't... because it was the um, the lady that uh, fed her husband the, bon- the nanobots. Um, yeah. She's like, oh... From Beresafi. Yeah, we hate the... Like, she hated the war, and she wants... She hates the Jedi. I want to know, like, what makes people hate the Jedi so much? It, it was because, um, which we get a little bit of this, they started out as peacekeepers, but then they just became these warmongers, yeah. basically, through the Clone Wars, which... They didn't the want Jedi, it, but it happened. They, the they, did, didn't, they want didn't want, want it, but as a result of the Continuous Senate conflict. being like, oh, hey, you're going to help us wage a war, yeah. it happened. They didn't really get a choice, which is... Uh, and the dark side was very clouded. They didn't see what was going in well, yeah, behind it. Because uh, Sidious was so close, and they never knew. It's kind of crazy that Yoda just like never sensed that Palpatine um, was off about it. This is actually from Lucas himself about the show itself. Uh... He based it off uh, a little bit of history here. Our good friend, Mr. Adolf Hitler. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's that's how it, it is. The is Empire it, is literally just the Nazis. Like, the it, same colors, the same regiments, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, not fun stuff. Well, but, not know. fun stuff. No, but uh, no, it's based on how um, anything, including something like a republic, which a lot of people here would probably say, oh, you can't really corrupt a republic, but... You can. George Lucas was basically... George Lucas was a war buff. And he basically did that and showed yeah. how a republic can fool. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't take much. <laughs> no, it does not. One batter, one couple, two, two or three bad leaders, and then everyone gets mad at them. And then yeah, no coup. I would love. Have you played? Um, there's a game. I don't know. It's a tabletop game. Star Wars Fleets, I think. Oh, I've heard of it. I've never played it. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's kind of like it's an interesting game because I'm I. Of course, I'm a math student. I'm more history-based. I like history. But in the Star Wars universe itself, I love watching the Imperial Star Destroyers. Like, they were built basically as ships of the line. They're not meant to sit back and wait. They meant to go into the fight. No, yeah. Right. That's why the Rebels were so good. They have, like, carrier things. No, I want to see an Imperial Star Destroyer do what it was built to do. Go Mm -hmm. into a fight and go full broads. Right, because, you know, we see... In the in the Battle of Endor, um, as well as just the, know, the, 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 the defending of Yavin Four, they they would just sit back and they, they're not doing what they're built to do. You meant to put that thing right in the middle of the fight. You have a shit ton of lasers. Oh, yeah. to shoot no. them. That's I'm what sorry. they were doing. <laughs> no, you're good. That's um, what uh, that's what they were doing though in the Clone Wars, like when they were fighting yes. battle to battle. It was the, it, would, it like was ship the, to ship combat. It was ship to ship. It was ship to ship. But have you noticed during the Clone Wars, the Venator class, the Venator class was built more like a carrier. Mm-hmm. So this is more like me just realizing things. So after the wars, continuing throughout the war, the Imperator class, which basically Latin translation, Imperial class, yeah. which is what we all know, the Star Destroyers. Right. That was, I think actually is a very good way they were actually doing that. Showing how bad the um, Venators were because they were not built to go head to head as no. a capital ship. Because they weren't. And the gradual yeah. beginning of the Imperator class coming in, the late Republic which, and into the Imperial Which we era. do see some of that, you know, head to head with Rebels, but we needed to see it more in the movies. Yeah. Because they lost two Death Stars because of that reason. Yeah, they just said. You didn't bring your big guns. You know, they yeah. had bigger, like. Like I guess the like they had we... something bigger than a star destroyer that were oh. meant as defenders. I guess like the but only they just ta- didn't bring them. The only time we really see the, like what the is it, the, ex- the executor, executor yes. or something the executor, like that. Yeah, no, it's yes, really that was big meant one. as that was meant as like a a base defender. Yeah, like the only time we see like ship to ship that, is in episode was a eight sector fleet flagship, meaning it's going to come out a bunch of them. Yeah. It was meant to be a moving mobile base, but basically. But still, you know, we see it like. You I see it, but it doesn't in, use in its Empire guns. In Empire Strikes Back, we see... I think Vader's. it's on Empire Strikes Back, Vader's where ship. it's like this massive ship, you know? And it doesn't... A Super Star Destroyer. It, yeah, a yeah, Super it, Star Destroyer. It, it, the, and it does nothing. Yeah. 
The only time we actually get to see to the go. Star Destroyers doing things is in like episode eight when they're chasing down the ragtags of the resistance yeah. and there's like shooting those off. Those are pick still by pick. different, still too. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a different complete but generation super, of but yeah. the Star Destroyers. Super Star Destroyers. We didn't see it in episode six, and we needed to. You know, they would not have lost the death, the second Death Star. Most likely, if they had one or actually two Super Star Destroyers along with. Start along with star destroyers that actually went in and did what they were meant to do. Mm-hmm. Or well, it was all based also, on Palpatine's like command. Like, all right, because remember, uh, the oh, one right, guy, he kind the of, one guy was like, "Why don't we just go in there and kill them?" And he, like Tarkin said, "Don't worry, this is Palpatine's plan." Tarkin was dead by that point. He was on star. He was on the yeah. Um, Tarkin was Death Star one. Yeah, oh, right. He, no, it was, was it was one of them. It was one of the higher ups. I forget who it was. They it was one of the admirals. No, um, yeah. but. I think this, like when you watch, there's a lot of cool videos on YouTube about strategy in Star Wars, mm-hmm. especially naval strategy. I really like looking at the um, ones because you can see it. The rebels they don't have anything, so they mainly no. use small, fast moving ships. You know, they they had um, the X wings, A wings, U wings, and Y wings, and they had the corvettes that were like just battering rams of ships. I love yeah, no. those ships. They just those ram were... into them. <laughs> They're in the Old Republic. Yeah, those are designed. They are, and And they're basically they're fun ships. You know, they also used old um, Republic uh, ships as well. You know, the they use the um, Echo One. Yes, they you know they use these ships. They didn't use. It's interesting because they designed them after, like they used models of them. Like basically, they modeled their the new one, yeah, X wings after the. um, God, what were they called? Because you had... Uh, or no, they, they used Republic Y-Wing bombers as well. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why the Y-Wing was in the movies. You also, no, not in the movies, in the TV shows. Yeah, no, you, they, you saw the Y-Wings in the movies. No, 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 I was meaning that's why they were, that's why the Y-Wing was added to the Clone Wars TV oh, show. Now, right, right. I know they wouldn't have been able to do this, but you know those, like, uh, Naboo little, like, small yellow gunships? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah those things. Oh, you mean they, the, the Naboo Starfighters? Yeah. Oh, uh, They, they could have, like, imagine just seeing a bunch of Rebels just... You know, coming in with a bunch of those, even though, you know... Now, this is pod racing. No, no, there's a small (laughs) problem with that. So, I was watching a video on this. Um, They were comparing all the starfighters and stuff together. And it got up the Naboo starfighter, and literally, they compared that to a Rolls-Royce in cost. I'm like, I don't think the Rebels can afford a Rolls-Royce, but... No. But they're they're also not... Yeah. But they're They're also... But here's the thing. They're also not bad starfighters, you know? No, they're not. They're, 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 They're very hardy. They're and they're fast. They're hardy fast, and they get good engines. That's why they're... That's why they're and so they've got, like, amazing handling. You know, they got, like, that sharp steering, whereas other ships, yep. you know, they takes them a little bit longer to steer. Yeah. So, that's why you know, they just have imagine so seeing Luke in a Naboo Starfighter as opposed to an X-Wing. It would no, be no, the reason, reason I'm saying it is... <laughs> I know, they, I know it's, it's iconic, money. but... It's the money. I know it's the money. Well, the, 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 the rebels well, are very poor. Was Naboo part of, like... Was Naboo? Naboo was clearly part of the Empire, considering... Palpatine's from the, it was from under the Imperial. Empire. It was Imperial occupation. However, um, Naboo was under Imperial. However, the other thing that Everything we was see with occupation. Naboo is that the um, Amidala was very well loved by the people, and her death yep. was like, oh, uh, the Republic. Uh, Blame the Republic, and then you have absolute loyalty. And so you know, it's like they, you know, they were, they were loyal to Palpatine, considering he came from there. He but at the same time, they prospered. They also, I mean, yeah, they did prosper. But you did see some people were like, Was "Oh, it, well, you're going to see that in everything." Yeah, that's true. You know, you see it even on um, a lot of the purely like really big um, imperial planets where they support them. It's like there's yeah. still going to be some people that don't agree with it. Yeah, because yeah, no. no one likes occupation. No, no one does. You know, you see it on Lothal. They were... Lothal, I thought, was a backwater world, though. Well, yeah, but, you know, we see it like... It's like an agricultural The people were world. fine before the rebels came in. You know, they, they didn't exactly disagree with it. They didn't all agree with it, but they also didn't disagree with it. You know, they were fine. You know, they prospered. But, you know, then we see rebel, you know, the influence of the rebels on them, and it's like, oh, hey, here we are. Mm-hmm. You know, which, you know... Sorry, this is getting way off topic from Dejarik, but... You know, Star, this is, it's, Star it's Star Wars lore while we're playing the game. So, you know, which it's it's a lot of fun. Um, Michael, I think it's your move, though. It's yours. Nope, I just went. Yeah, no, it's oh, your. You, you skipped. Yeah, that's right. But, you know, it's, you know, just the Empire could have done a lot of things better. 
They could have kept like, the fun gunships. Come on, here's rockets. The thing. I feel like if there wasn't like a planet by planet occupation, they yeah, wouldn't no. have added as much of an uprising. Nope, they should have done it better. You know? You know, uh, I still really want to see more about actual fighting. Because it's like the Jedi are cool and all that, but you don't really get to see the grand battles, the naval engagements that are actually like, what is it? In all the Republic episodes, I barely see a large enough fleet. They're more like like two, three Venator-class star cruisers. Yeah. You don't actually see a grand engagement, do you? Not really, no. Nothing like it's what... It's a bunch of scraps. It's a bunch of just small Venators. You don't see, like, what would you would see in actual world history. You don't see, like, eight, nine, maybe 12 Venators and escort-class ships actually engaging and fighting. You don't even see that in... In the Imperial era, you only see one Star Destroyer at any given time or two. Yeah, yeah it's like exactly. that big of an impact. Like people see they the have Star- a lot of turbo lasers, yes. People but- see a lot. People see the Star Destroyer and they run. <laughs> like you must have felt the like you know just like how much how much like crap they were in. Yeah, like, no, when they see the three of them chasing them off of like Tatooine. You know yeah. they have a they have a ton of firepower, but no. Uh, but you know it's like there there was a lot of things that. I mean, if you look at any of the Star Wars governments, there was a lot that they could have done better. Like, yes. there was clearly yes, yes, a yes, lot. Yes. You know, they... And, I mean, it's not that they did it horribly, it's just that it could have been done better. You know, the yeah. Empire, the they would have been able to not have an uprising it if was, they just didn't have planet-by-planet planet occupation. It was, it was a mismanagement. I, I love By Palpatine. He wanted absolute power. I love this type of topic yeah, talking about made power. made up made up con- made up government systems. I, I'm writing a story at the moment very similar to this, something not Star Wars, it's actually mm-hmm. like nineteen hundred type technology going into the twenty first century. But yeah. I love this type of stuff. The Star Wars oh, yeah. George Lucas he was a great mind. He I I don't he know was. what he was. I think he did filmatography, but he was a history buff. I'm a history buff. I'm in a degree plan. This is more maritime history and public policy, which is why I like the Star Wars movies. I do like to study their naval military history, the history of their governments and systems, how they work. And some points you just look at it going, hang on a minute. That don't look right. Right. Yeah. Like, and so it's like, you know, I love diving deep into this because it's a lot of It's fun. fun. It's like, but then you have those comments and, talks about like you know warhammer 40k (laughs) (laughs) right for the emperor it's like the star wars is like the complete opposite of warhammer 40k in terms of government systems like 40k is like for the emperor and then in star wars it's heavily like anti-emperor yeah (laughs) right i just want to see a venator like no a star destroyer go up against one of the um 40k warships space marines oh fun no that's off topic but yeah no i would love to see movies more aiming towards like people say Star Wars is a kid show. I would love to see more of the gruesome I, battles I, I, and I, I agree. Like it, it's it's more of a teen show than anything than a kid's show. I know, but, but come on, let's make it some adult yeah. stuff. Maybe even showing the dark side of the Republic's inner workings of its government. I mean you see that in You see it in the Clone Wars. In the but Clone Wars a little bit because You see a little know, bit. That's the problem. Yeah, you see a little bit. We, I wish they showed more of the Coruscant underworld. I would definitely. I would rather see the inner workings of the Senate. Well, there's that too, you know. But the inner work, Coruscant you can do a whole show on Coruscant. Oh, easily. There's so much going on in Coruscant. Corrupt politicians. But the the yeah, thing that so I want to see with Star Wars in the old future, wrinkly dude. Is um, <laughs> pruny face, prune face. Um, the thing that I really, really want to see Star Wars do um, <laughs> in the future is just um, um, the comedy like, about I wanna insurance. See more, I want to see more planets. I you know, they mention a lot of these planets, but they don't, don't get show them, them yeah, no. or you don't show, or they don't show them enough. You know, I know they show Felucia a decent amount. Well, but they don't. Felucia was a bloodbath. I know, but I want to see it more. Right. It's kind of like, I like how you actually look into Star Wars and a lot of the stuff in Star Wars or, is actually based on U.S. history. Okay. Like, what was that one planet? The Vietnam one. The one where you can't see your enemy. Oh, Umbara. 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 That was interesting. They showed, they had four episodes and that was all they showed. I wish they showed more of it. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. 
when I originally watched the second movie, not the, in the prequels. Um, oh, the fifth one? Episode five? No. Prequels, so it's oh, the, episode two. Episode two. I remember watching the gunships come in. Yes. Yeah, that was a great scene when you were little. It was, it was a great scene. I, it's like gunships, perfect vehicle. I want to see more of the clones disembarking. Seeing, how about a show based on not named clone troopers? Like, like not the colored clone troopers of the later eras, but like mm-hmm. maybe a clone infantry squad, like a basic, not bad batch, like a basic clone infantry unit. Seeing yeah. their experience from Geonosis till Nightfall. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. It'd be cool. Oh, yeah. It'd be really cool. Like, you can see them getting their gear on. They're fighting in this, like, battle. Like, I don't think the clones exactly knew what they were fighting for. Cause no. They didn't exactly know what they were fighting for, no. It was... That's what I like about Star Wars. I want to see more of that. I want to see more where the clones are figuring out what they're doing, why they're fighting yeah. for something they've never seen. Do you know what show I really want to see? And what? I know that there are a lot of Star Wars fans that would agree with me. A Hondo Onaka show. Yes, definitely. Oh. Sea, or Space Pirates. Space, space Pirates. Pirate. Oh. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we can have some space sea shanties. Oh, Some yes. jokes. That would be awesome. No, I want to see one. I want to see, like, maybe a... This is a comedy. A comedy of an insurance company in Star Wars. You can imagine. Space insurance. Yeah, space insurance. And you, you can imagine some of the funny stuff they'll space be dealing farms with. Space farm insurance. Space farm insurance. Space farm, farm is there. there. <laughs> we've seen a thing or two. Safe life repair. <laughs> safe life replace. We've seen a thing, thing or, or two, two because we've, we've done a thing, a thing or, or two. two. <laughs> <laughs> we also maintain our own private militia. Right. That's weird. Like, like the Trade Federation and all that. Hang on a minute. A company is allowed to have their own army? Not really. They're not supposed to. <laughs> They're not supposed to, yet. The Separatists gave them one? No, no, they had one before the That's things. That's true, right? Well, I guess in Star Wars, you always need a gun or two with you. Yeah, yeah, no. You need a gun or two, but they had, like, fully-fledged, like, like, battleships. Yeah. Bas- yeah. It's basically like Pepsi. But, I mean, basically, <laughs> needless to you, say... You don't know this story, do you? No. Oh, okay. Um, Cold War. Uh, Soviet Union loves Pepsi. Uh-huh. So the Soviet Union traded a small fleet for Pepsi. They were oh the seventh my. largest navy in the world. That's funny. It's basically the Trade Federation, except they don't <laughs> trade in um, sweet drinks. Yeah. They trade in a lot of things, and they have to use it for defense. Pepsi scrapped their That's fleet. That's awesome. But here's the thing. You know, I mean, with I all that being said, you know, we love... Um, I, I, we love the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> we no. love the Mets. So we love Star Wars. We I, love I the can't Mets. wait to see what they do with it. Disney. And there's a lot that I want them to do with it that I don't think they will, but I really want them to do with it. Um, you know, it's a great franchise, like, Disney. Again, Space Pirates. Show Hondo Onaka Space more. Space Pirates. You know, um, Disney- Bounty Hunters. Have- Bounty Hunter lore. Yeah, exactly. Like, have a show that's purely bounty hunters. Like, you know, I want an Imbo we, show. Like, I want like, an Imbo show. Mandalorian. We were we were kind of expecting bounty hunter kind of show. Wouldn't it, that be coming out with Book of Boba? Started like that, but that it, sounds like a drink. Book of Boba. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're thinking of bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Book no, of I bubbles. think the Book of Boba though will definitely be more focused on the underworld because Boba Fett. Just literally shot up Jala's palace, it, and then he and took out Bib Fortuna. Yeah, and then a uh, um, bang bang into the room. I really am hoping though that we get a like look into how Boba Fett's gonna like create a new empire. And, and I agree, but I also Not like empire, seeing like I, I like Money. seeing the older um, bounty hunters. You know, I mean, oh the classic ones like Cad Bane. I want to see yes. Um, What's the one like the Venom droid or IG eighty four? IG eighty four. That poor person who bought that droid. What's her name? Or Singh? Yes, or, or I want to see. I, I want to see lore about her because I thought she died. She did die. Yeah. But I'm saying oh. they never. She t- they mention how she dies, but they don't show it. Shut you the heart. <laughs> Like, that'd be awesome if they showed... You're too late. You know, they never show these bounty hunters, these big famous bounty hunters in Clone Wars. They never show how they meet their end. Well, they never show how Cad Bane dies. Like... No, they need to show... Does he die? Like, we need to have a bounty hunter show, and they need to explain things. Because... Like, like what they do... Canonically? Like, Uh, I don't know when he dies, but it's somewhere within the Empire's reign. 
Same with Aura Scene. Okay. Um, something like Star Wars Visions, where it's just like a bunch of bo- bounty hunters yeah. with their like each own episode. Like, a mini, like basically mini series where they show basically each bounty hunter. I think on a, like five episodes each. You know, yeah, five episodes each character. You know, showing, hey, this is who they were. This is their upbringing. You know, it's basically a brief glimpse of their life, and then it explains like, how they died. Because then, you know, we want to see a full show, but the likelihood of a full show on each bounty hunter that is well known, it's impossible. It's, it's impossible. It's gonna be impossible. That's why I wanted to one about some just seeing how the clones fight in the war because we love yeah. everyone loves now, the clones. I will I say though, see them singing songs as they come. Because the, soldiers sing there songs. There are a few bounty hunters where I could see them doing that for. Cad Bane, Cad Bane being one of them. Um, They're doing I it for also, Boba. So. They are doing it for Boba Fett. You Jango know? Fett, probably. Maybe a Jango Fett. I really, again, I really want them to do Hondo Onaka. I know he's not a bounty hunter, but he's a pirate nonetheless. He might as well be a bounty hunter. He doesn't care. Yeah. It's What's the difference the between a pirate and a bounty that. hunter? And also, one looks for booty. And also, we see... Um, <laughs> Sorry, kids. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we'd also see live-action Count Dooku again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Chris just really. imagine that. You know, we see that. He's a great guy. You know, we see, like, basically a glimpse. You know, if we even get a Morgan flashback Freeman. of... We need Morgan Freeman. You know, him, um, of them capturing Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Count Dooku in that show. Yeah, that was a great episode. That was a great episode. <laughs> that was a great episode. They need to... You know, I feel like if they showed that with a live-action Hondo Onaka show, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even if it's animated, that'd be cool too, but, I mean, live action, Hondo Onaka would be pretty f- cool to see. But anyway, I think with that, you know, we're excited to see what uh, Disney's going to do with uh, Star Wars. Uh, Great investment th- if you put the money into it. <laughs> I think we should, you know, call that there, you know. Um, but yeah, so again, uh, you've been listening to Star Wars Fanatics. I'm Zachary. This is Michael Singley. And I was a guest here, so hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks and gig'em. Gig'em. Gig'em.